Well, welcome back. I am so excited right now, and, and really, you should be too. In fact, set your expectations high, incredibly high, because Eric and I, we're going to meet and exceed those expectations by tenfold minimum. In fact, I can personally guarantee you that this is going to be the best podcast you've ever listened to, ever. In fact, I'll go one further. This is the best recording of any kind in the history of humanity that anyone has ever done. Yeah. Now, there are no other recordings other than this one. This is the only thing you have ever heard in your ears in headphones. This is the only thing you've ever needed to hear. It's the only thing worth hearing is this. Now, obviously that's not true. I mean, yeah, well, I mean fucking of course it is. I mean, you know, it, 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 but that's what we're going to be talking about this evening is the concept of expectations. And obviously, it, if you are a new listener, as I've noticed a spike recently in some new listenerships, that was a joke. We are not uh, that egocentric. Now, we are no, no. <laughs> we are America's number one most conservative podcast. Also yes. a joke. But still, no. what we're doing tonight, <laughs> what we're doing tonight is, is the concept of, and honestly, the, the more I thought about this, E, since you brought it up, like we've been thinking about it for a week or whatever, I, I do interact with people differently based on the expectations I have of who I think they are. I, I, I go into events, and, and honestly, I think it can truly affect my interaction with the event or the activity based on based on the the the, you know, the, the expectations the premonitions that I had going into it so just off the top man uh w- why did you because when I, mean, I asked you what you want to do and you said this so like why expectations what's what's going on there so a lot of this is based off of um my medical situation because yeah. i s- spent a lot of time thinking about what the future holds for my leg and how like i'm gonna walk and so much of that has been about setting expectations or not setting expectations, right? And it's Hmm. a very weird thing to be like, oh, well, (laughs) I can't expect 100% good, but expecting bad is unhealthy. You know what I mean? Somehow expecting perfection is unhealthy, but expecting something that's too low of a bar is also unhealthy. Yeah. And it can completely change sort of your perception of, whatever is based off what you expect right so like i know some people who like have a kid and they went to the doctor and they expected to like have some treatment for what this kid was going through and then they found out like oh it's either going to be okay or it's this thing that's very very bad and like that expectation of expecting you know we're going to say expectation and expecting a lot so much and we need to really we should have a thesaurus with Hold us. on. Yeah, I'd like you, you keep going because I'm going <laughs> to Google other words okay. for that. <laughs> but having that um, expectation, it should be a hey. drinking game. Hey, yeah. Anybody <laughs> at home, every time we say expectations, take three shots of whiskey and you'll pass out in yeah, the first four minutes. You'll so be dead pretty Night-night. soon. <laughs> um, My expectation yeah. is you won't make it through the episode. Hey, uh, okay, let's just sit up in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but dude, that's that's freaking. Yeah, but yeah, that idea that like they they thought they were getting one thing, and then they got this thing that's completely different, and thinking that they were going to come out of this with a plan, and then not having a plan, but also having this possibility of something that's much worse, was crushing to them, and it was Shit, crushing yeah. to me to hear it. Right, and it's just it's so interesting that. So much of our happiness, of our joy, of our life in general is based on what we anticipate somebody else doing. Dude. Or or, a situation being. 
Yes, a- dude, absolutely. Um, I've got so many things from just what you just said. First of all, these people that you know, I assume these are actually your children, and this is your side chick's baby. I assume this is this is your yes. b bitch, and that's fine. Yes. We don't want to name them. I'm not trying to out you on the show, but this is definitely your side chick and your kid. That's fine. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Secondly, yes, this child is nineteen years old. <laughs> I had it in high school, and I hit it the whole time we knew each Never other. Never told Joe. nobody. Well played, sir. Well played. <laughs> I actually just found out a buddy of mine. He does have a 23-year-old son that he never taught. He's like, he's got a 6-year-old and a 4-year-old, and now a 22. I was like, what the fuck? He goes, yeah. I did have a kid when I was 19. I was like, ah, ha, ha, ha. Anyways, expectations genuinely affect my level of happiness. As I've said before, I, I do sales or whatever, and I'm not going to give numbers because none of that matters, but let's just let's assume my expectation for every day is that I'm going to get five sales. Now, if I get seven, I'm a happy guy. If I get three, I'm pissed the fuck off. But if I expect eight because somebody told me that they were going to get, and then I don't get eight, now I'm pissed off at seven. That doesn't make any sense subjectively. But objectively, no, flip that. Objectively speaking, I'm happy with seven. Subjectively, now I'm pissed off because I expected eight today and only got seven. And that's, that's silly, I think. Or is that just normal? I mean, I'm sure it's just normal for everybody. But why is that? See, because I, I was thinking a lot about this. And I wonder if there's some sort of innate part of our like, self-preservation that needs this to function this way. You know what I mean? Like, I wonder mm-hmm. if maybe emotionally or even physically we can't handle things if we don't know what is and isn't coming. Ooh. Ooh, I like that. Okay, so then do you think it's possible – I had this for later, but it, it kind of ties in right there. Do you think it's possible to, to – the old phrase like go in it with an open mind or you know, to keep an open mind about – is that possible? Is it possible to walk into some new thing with literally no expectations? Is that possible, at least just for you? Maybe not for humanity at large, but for you. Have you ever or can you do that? Absolutely, yeah. You really? could for sure do that. Yeah, I think so. Do you not think so? Oh, f- for me? No. I've planned. At least I've run through where I think this is going to go. Whatever it is I'm about to show up to, I've probably run it through multiple times on the drive there, if not days before. I'm, <laughs> yeah. Have you watched the rehearsal, the Nathan Fielder show? I have not. Okay, you need to watch it based off that sentence you put right okay. there. Okay. You're going to love it. I'm intrigued. He, he literally is just – yeah, it's on HBO Max. But, yeah, he literally is just like, I have planned out this conversation and rehearsed it Dude. dozens and dozens Dude. of times. I mean, going back to the early, early episodes of this show, like I used to email you and Vance like six pages of single-spaced bullshit that we were going to get to. And then the one time Vance was just like, Dude, there's no way we're going to do this. I was like, I know I should probably back this off. But I used to have – Every word of every episode written out days in advance, and I would run it over and run it. And whereas tonight, like I got a couple things written down, and like, and maybe that's just, maybe that's progress, maybe that's maturity, maybe that's just comfortability, comfortableness, whatever. Just getting comfortable with the activity. But as far as an activity that you've never done, if if you were to, have you ever gone disc golfing? Uh, like twice. Shit. Have you ever gone? I don't know. Whatever. Good night. Have you ever gone like uh, skydiving? Probably not. Would you be able to show up with none, with literally zero baseline expectations for this activity? Um, probably not. But that's also an activity that is like that's extreme. To be yeah. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> so that's actually that's an interesting question, though. Like, because I think there are probably do you think there are some activities that are good to have expectations for, and there's some that are bad to have it for, or like 
having it doesn't allow it to truly be whatever it could be because you have them dude yes a hundred percent um and actually i liked your i liked just the thing off the opening of the top like you can't have too low of an expectation because it almost shades your perception that it like it's almost become self-fulfilling you know like if you're expecting it to be shitty and you just know it's gonna be shitty and you show up and you just make it shitty because that's what but at the same time you can't be like this is gonna be the best thing especially especially with kids if you're trying to get a kid to do something, if you set it too low, they're not going to do it. But if you set it too high, they quit immediately. And I've learned this with my kids. If I tell them it's going to be the best thing ever, it better actually be, or five minutes in, they're gone. So, like, certainly for little kids, but, like, even as adults, I bet that's still pretty true. You know what I no, mean? No, like, I think so. Like, just very simply, um, so an example of this is The Gray Man on Netflix, right? You yeah. watch that, right? Yeah, do you yeah. have a good time? Do you absolutely. like it? I did, yeah, absolutely. It's getting destroyed, destroyed. in reviews. And I wonder if, like, part of that is everybody who's sitting at home watching it on Netflix is like, this is just a Netflix movie. Mm -hmm. It's going to be fine. It's going to fill my time, and I'm going to have a good time. And it's not our job to, like, review it or analyze it or to have any expectations of it at all, right? Uh. We're just here to watch a movie. And sometimes we have expectations of art, and sometimes we don't. And a lot of times that really shapes the way we think about it and process it. It absolutely does. In fact, I I hate admitting it, but just people recommending things to me, I prefer when recommending something to me, and I'm just a prick, I admit this, less is more. Don't give me, especially don't say, oh, there's a great twist at the end because fuck you, you just ruined it. But don't even give me like basic plot points. Just be like, yeah, it's a good action movie. You know, you'll enjoy it. Like the way you and Dylan both described Gray Man, I was like, yeah, it's fun. It's just kind of a fun romp. You don't think too hard. And I did, and I loved it. And that's all I wanted it to be. I wanted, it was a Tuesday night. I don't care. But if had you sold it as this is the next big blockbuster film, it's gonna blow your fucking ass away, I'd have been disappointed. Like guaranteed, I'd have been disappointed. When really, it was just like it's a solid B B plus film. Yeah, or even thought about like comparing it to something like Heat, which is like a way better movie, right? But I'm not, I'm not watching it and doing that. I'm just here to watch this singular thing. My expectations are not that it's going to be heat. My expectations yeah. are that I'm watching this movie and it's going to be what it is. It's yeah. It's I forget who I forget the comedian, but they had a joke about some little kid that uh, he like threw a penny in a wishing well, and then the the comedian was like, "So what'd you wish for?" And the kid was like, "I wished that I could throw a penny in the well." And it was like, that's the perfect level of expectation for an activity is just that the activity will exist and you're happy to be doing it. And that's same with probably most art forms. If you sell it to me as trash, it will likely like that's something. Has anyone ever sold something to you, you know, music or movies or food like this is that was really, really shitty. I hated it. Don't do it. And then you went ahead and did it anyways. And you actually liked it. Is that a thing that has happened to you? Yeah, I've like watched movies or certainly eaten at places at restaurants in particular where people were like, "Man, I really didn't like this place." And it was like, "It's actually fine. Like it's not hmm. special, but it's totally I like it, you know?" So how heavy would you say people's recommendations or or your, you know, other people's expectations that they heap on you based on how heavy would you say that that affects you personally? I think this is true for everybody, but it depends on who's recommending and what they're recommending. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like some yeah. people can recommend something to me in the sphere of sports, right? And have a sports take, and I'll take it seriously. But when they talk about movies or food, I'm like, you don't know what you're talking about, so I don't care what you say. I feel like you're talking about me right now. 
No, because how often do you actually recommend any movie? Yeah, because yeah, yeah, well, I, I, the thing, I at least know that's not my realm. But that's that's a good point because there are plenty of people that will just give you recommendations or just give opinions, and everybody does. I do it too. I'm not above this. But yeah, that's that's a really good point. So for you, you are at least capable of in the moment shedding that that precursor, at least to to enjoy it. I trust that you are able to make your own opinion regardless of other people's you know expectations. Is that basically right? Yeah, I would say that's true. Yeah. Do you think that's true of you at all? I mean, it's definitely true of me in certain things, but I, I have to admit people's, if somebody sells me on something that does affect, like, I'll be honest, speaking of heat, I can't watch it. You guys have said it's so good that now I can't, I can't bring my, and same with like Goodfellas and like all the, like, every time someone's like, oh my God, you have to. I'm like, well, shit, now I can't I get like, I get like claustrophobic of this concept in my own head. I'm like, well, now if I watch it and I hate it, I'm going to be like a prick or maybe it's not that good or maybe, and so it's like, I, it, it people, when, when that happens to me, I admit it affects me more than I wish it did. Yeah. So that's an interesting thing about this, right? Is that once we expect something to be something, there's pressure that it is that thing, right? Yes. Yes. And so. It's weird that this pressure exists solely – it's like we create it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I don't know – do we do that in with other things? Like I don't know how to phrase this, but it's weird that the pressure – I feel like the pressure of expectation kind of rules our lives and we don't think about it at all. Totally agree. Totally agree. I mean just the fear of being a few minutes late – because the expectation is that you're going to be on time causes me anxiety, which I know if I'm five minutes late to you, you're not going to give a shit. But that five minutes from, from you know, from eight to eight oh five, I'm going to be stressing, even though I know you, you don't. But it's still. And five expect- minutes is like a hell of an improvement Ooh. from the old Joe. Let well, me tell you, listeners. well, well, dude, <laughs> it's so bad. Sarah and I are my wife and I are that uh, couple that we we are always late. But it's like I at least have an excuse now. Like my kids weren't putting on their shoes or whatever. But like it's it's just a thing. But yeah, like that. That is, it's weird that it, it's mostly with, with art. And while we're in this concept, I'm going to lump food in with art. We've maybe discussed that once or twice where food can be art for sure. But like, I'll give you one. Ex- one I mean, they're sure. both pleasure is what I would say. Yeah, exactly. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. The enjoyment. At, at least the way we do it. Some people just need food for sustenance, but they are missing out on quite a bit of life. God, who does that? I don't understand. Like, it, I wish that was a thing I could do. I wish I could turn off the, like, I just want to taste all the good food receptors because that pro- I'd probably be a lot healthier, but whatever. You're telling me. <laughs> <laughs> well, with that in mind, I remember the day, and this is years ago, years, I mean, 10, 12 years, maybe more. Uh, my wife came home from work one day, and she was like, I went to lunch, and we found a taco truck, and it was amazing. And now, just for anybody listening, remember 12 years ago, food trucks were not the norm. I know they're everywhere now, and we love them, and everybody has their own favorites, and they show up to spots, and there's breweries that have – cool. This was not that. This was long before that. And in my head, as a relatively, you know, grew up privileged white kid, I'd never eaten from a taco truck. The idea of a taco truck sounds dirty and gross, and I bet it's going to be terrible. Well, we went, and it was the best goddamn food I ever had, Torchy's Tacos. It was literally yeah. the yeah. original one the back the before they had yeah. South First Trailer yep. Park. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. They didn't have brick and mortars. They didn't have anything. It was literally a food truck. And I was just like, uh, okay. So even though my wife sold it as one of the best meals she's ever had, I took that, recycled it in my head to, this is going to suck balls, showed up, took a bite, and was like, oh, my God, I was wrong. And that is, I've done that in a lot of things. The movie Inception. 
I remember being, uh, I was with coworkers, at, you know, just at work whenever it came out in theaters. And all day, the day after it came out, they're like, no, you got to see it, you got to see it, you got to see it. And I was just like, and I did. And I eventually, I was, but like walking into the theater, I was just like, this is not going to be that good. Like, I'm, I'm certain that my random coworkers, who I didn't know that well, I didn't value their opinion. I was like, I'm certain they're all liking this just means that it's shitty. Like, I, if I do those mental gymnastics and take your high expectations and flip them, I then end up enjoying it a lot more because I loved Inception. The, you know, the older we get and the more we pick it apart, that's a different thing. But the first time anybody saw it, it's fucking awesome. You know what I mean? Like, it was awesome. Yeah, it's good. I, I think I do better that way it, just in life. I, I think if somebody hypes anything, I take it, flip it, and I end up enjoying it more than I think I would have. Does that make sense? Yeah. So you sort of, if somebody, it's almost this weird thing where you're going to be able to connect with them, but not based off their expectations, based off yes. your expectations. Dude. Right? Dude. Yeah, a- absolutely. But like that, but again, it comes back to, to your point that that is how we interact. I mean, every, with, with every, with the world and almost all. So classes. yeah, that's the, that's kind of where I, I wanted to go is because. We're talking about like food and movies, and that's one thing. And there's sort of relatively low stakes with that, but mm-hmm. we also have expectations of people in our lives, and they sort of really totally define our relationships with them in some way, right? Like Joe, think about all the interactions with your wife that like go well or don't go well. I'm willing to bet most of them are based off some sort of expectation of what will happen and then what happens after that, right? Mm-hmm. An, expe- an expectation of what will happen, and then when because it's over, yeah. we oh, can I go know. through the checklist of how many of those things did you actually hit. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, we can grade you out, and then yeah. we can sort of keep a running scorecard because what's a relationship with anybody but like a, a running scorecard of gaming of who wins and who's losing, right? <laughs> I'm that's, losing. that's all it is. <laughs> <laughs> no true, you got baby. time to come back baby you got oh, time man, to come I'm, back. The, I'm the comeback kid baby but no I, th- I think i think with regards to uh to dating me or being married to me i think lower your expectations i think that's the kind of the idea in fact dude do you remember oh my god do you remember the mad tv sketch back in the day there's many of them lowered expectations it was a dating sketch where it was purposely like just terrible dates. But it was back in the day. And this is, again, going back many years, kids. Tinder didn't exist. Telephone dating services existed. You called in. You left a message like talking about yourself. And then somebody else would call in and listen to like 10 or 12 of them and pick one they liked. And the Mad TV sketch was like Will Sasso talking. You know, it, it, like he took a girl to like uh, on a date to the beach. But like the beach was like it was like under construction. So like there was a, a barbed wire <laughs> fence around it. Like, you know, those kind of things. Yeah. But I think that's best with me with uh, you know, just in, in general, lower your expectations than me. But do you know what that does, sir? That brings that? us to this week's quiz. Ayo. We got here, everybody. Mad TV. (laughs) (laughs) How many seasons did it run, sir? How many years, I guess, is a better thing. How many years did Mad TV run? I mean, that's a good question. In my consciousness, I'm guessing like eight years. Right? In my head, I I would have guessed like 10. 21 years, bro. Wow, okay. Yeah, dude. I, I'm looking through some of these, like some of these guys, some of the names that you kind of recognize. You're like, oh my god! It said like they were in like 486 episodes. It's like, good lord, Jesus. it's insane. Um, this is not part of the quiz, but just kind of whatever. Who do you think is the most famous Mad TV star nowadays? Do you remember any of them, and are any of them doing anything? Because like Will I Sasso remember, hasn't done much. 
Ari Spears was in a lot of stuff. Ari Spears blew up for a bit. Bobby Lee is on a podcast with Carlos Mencia right now. Oh, Bobby so he's, Lee's good. I like Bobby yeah, Lee. Yeah, he's, he's really funny. I like him. Um, Frank Caliendo, he had his Madden impression that he, he got paid I mean, on that's that like, still going, honestly. Yeah. Like, he's, 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 he's the impression Fox NFL guy. Sunday every, yeah. like, week. Yeah. He's going to get paid on that. And good for him. You know, whatever. Um, Alex Borstein, uh, she's on Family Guy. She's uh, she's Lois, I think, on Family Guy. So, like, that's she's, her. Um, she's in Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. She's wonderful. She's in all the... Um, Amy Sherman Palladino movie shows. No shit. Yeah, she's very good. Yeah. Interesting. And then Orlando Jones, and this is, I'm not even kidding, Evolution and The Replacements are some of the best movies ever made. Those <laughs> movies kick all sorts of ass. All of it. If Replacements is on TV, I drop everything. There are so few yeah. movies that if it's just like, I don't care if it's 10 minutes in or 45 minutes in, I'm stopping and this is what I'm doing now. This Winners want it. the ball, baby. <laughs> and then uh, here's one. Key and Peel, bruh. Really? Did you know this? I didn't know this. I guess I had sort of stopped watching Mad TV by the time Same. they were part of it. Same. Or maybe I hadn't and it just didn't click that. It didn't register. Yeah. Maybe. There's a sketch I watched. It's actually really funny. They're two gangsters of like rival gangs, but they have a crush on each other and they don't want the other one to know. So they're like slowly. It's fucking brilliant. Like they, they had the same chemistry. <laughs> uh. It was absolutely brilliant. Now, here's where the quiz picks back up. Mad TV is coming back, bro. Really? They just recast it, and I will give you one point for any of the new cast members you can name. Oh, man, I have no idea. My assumption is they got, like, old SNL people or SNL rejects. Bunch of dudes you've never heard of. Michelle Ortiz, Mm-mm. Lyric Lewis, Jeremy Howard, Chelsea Davidson. Like, people that you, you no chance. You'd fucking, fucking no chance. Now back to the quiz. Great Expectations, written by Charles Dickens, sir. Uh-huh. How many books uh, – Great Expectation, if you just go in chronological order, how many books had he written, including Great Expectations? What number What number of novel or book or whatever, including what, what, was, what was Great Expectations? Was it the 7th? Was it the 15th? Was it, you know, what yeah. number of novel was it? I, as an English major, I would like to tell you and that I have – And as the son of a librarian. Absolutely no clue. <laughs> um, let's go five. Thirteen. Sir. Okay. Lucky number 13. Uh, do you know what year it was written in? And there's a fucking no chance. Good luck. 1852. 1860. Like, you're okay. really not, that's as far I as... Can do, I can do periods. Like, yeah, I, that's, yeah, that I can close. handle, yeah. Damn close. Uh, what year was the first movie rendition of Great Expectations Oh, the made? first movie rendition? Yeah, there's been two, apparently, that I could find. Yeah, the one with Gwyneth, that's the Alfonso Cuaron movie. And then that you even got that. I'm impressed. There, I'm guessing there's probably an earlier one from like the 50s. Uh, there's the one you're thinking of, I think, is 1998. Yeah, yeah. And then there's an actually recent one in 2012. Really? Sir. Totally missed yeah. that one. Okay. Right? Weird. I can't imagine why that wasn't on your radar. But I watch a lot of those. That's the thing. Uh, fair. Honestly, uh, honestly, fair. So uh, here's a question, just in general. Like, can you think of a time that you came into something with unbelievably low expectations and you were pleasantly surprised? Like, can, can you – because I, I, will, I will give you one. I don't know if this is pleasantly surprised, but I will give you one while you think. Uh, two weeks ago, I told this on the pod, so I will keep this brief, but I was in South Dakota, and I went to a, a shop, perfectly legal shop above board shop i could the, a police officer could walk in with me and they had these gummies and they were called blasted and i told the lady i was like look i'm from colorado what's the strongest shit you got and she goes look i'm from colorado these are really strong and i went sure so i set i set my expectations low sir um 
Wow. Let me just say <laughs> that uh, I took two, felt kind of good. Took another two, felt kind of good. I ended up taking 16 in like three hours. And it was my Sarah noticed at first. She, was just, she walked over. She goes, are you okay? And I was like, what? She goes, you're acting weird. And I was like, yeah. These shits worked way stronger than I thought. I'm sorry. A couple hours later, fast forward, I had to remove myself from the group because I'm looking at hieroglyphics. I'm looking at the side of a wooden trailer. It just has, like, shit moving. I was like, oh, boy. So my expectations were low, and I was uh, pleasantly surprised and then also scared. So what happened like that with you? i got to imagine you have something. Yeah, I mean, most of mine I think about are, like, weird work interactions where it's like, oh, we're going to go get drinks after work. And I'm like, this is going to be terrible. And then it's like, fine. You know what I mean? Dude, or it's like relatively that happens a lot. Decent. Yeah. Yeah. Work stuff. A lot, a lot of like work happy hours. It's just like, uh, you, you, you kind of want to go, but you're kind of dreading it. And then it, it almost always ends up being fun. It's almost like, you know, you drink enough and it's a decent time. Yeah. And I guess most of mine I would think about are probably social interactions with somebody who's like, sort of introverted and doesn't totally like has to work themselves up to go do things like that. Sometimes it's mostly stuff like that. Yeah. I constantly forget that you are technically an introvert because like you, you are so good in social settings. I just like, what is it? And this is not part of the topic or whatever, but like, what, what is that with you? Like actually kind of part of the topic. What going into a social situation where you maybe know, like, you know, two of the five people, what is your expectation of that, of that interaction? See, that's the thing is I don't, I expect, I don't know what I expect. And maybe that's part of it is that I don't know what to expect. And that is where the fear comes from, right? Because that's another part of this, right? Is that when, going back to the medical thing, like when we don't know what's coming, dude, it's terrifying and there's like so much pressure and you just don't know how to be because you don't know what's going to happen. So like when I was going through my leg thing and they were like, yeah, we just, you know, you just got to. Be patient or that time before I even got to the hospital when I was just sitting around and I didn't know what was wrong with me. That was as hard mentally as anything I've had to deal with in a long time because it's just like there's something very, very not good here and I don't know what it is and I don't know what to do about it. And that is a problem for me. Yeah. And and on top of that, not only do you not know what to do or what's even happening, you don't have a time frame. And included in almost all sets and, and versions of, that I'm thinking of, of expectations, time is a huge factor. Like, if I think something's going to suck, but it's only going to be 20 minutes, like, all right, fucking fine, whatever. But if I think something's going to suck for, like, six hours, that is a much different thing. And having no timetable is probably the worst because you don't know. The, the, the unknown, I mean, again, a lot of this we're circling back to is the, the unknown is a big part of this expectation thing. Is that if you, maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's why I want, or, or maybe that's why I just, I mean, want might not be the word, but I just automatically preconceive some notion or just formulate some expectation because I, I just want to have somewhat of a grasp, at least sort of going into it. And if you don't have, if I don't have a time that this shit ends, that really messes with me. I admit personally, like that is just something that I don't do well. And sitting, you know, in a doctor's office or in the back of that van that they're driving you around, you have nothing. What was your expectation right then? Did you even have an expectation? Like what is going through your mind? So that's a good question. I guess I knew that at some point somebody was going to tell me what was wrong with me. You hoped at least. But I didn't know when that was going to happen, and I didn't know how serious it was going to be, right? So, you know, there's a – I've used this a lot with people, but there's a Tom Petty song that's The Waiting is the Hardest Part. 
And that really is like that's something that's really like hit home over the past year. Essentially, it's just like yeah, just it's this waiting. Like you know, we take it on faith, we take it to the heart. And the waiting is the hardest part. Man, yeah. that is the worst version of that I could possibly because that was that used to be a thing we used to do way back in the day don't do drugs kids way back in the day we would dose ourselves and then it takes like an hour hour and a half to kick in so we would just you know 20 minutes later the way (laughs) and I'm waiting for fun to kick in you're waiting for holy fuck I hope I can walk again like that is a much much different thing good god so I mean as far as having too high of expectations have you ever found yourself preparing for something differently or even acting differently in the moment based on this expectation that this place is going to be awesome or this thing is going to be awesome or, or this event or activity is going to be so much fun? Do you find yourself acting in a different way or act, find, find yourself acting in a different way because of that? Sure. I think probably the thing I'm most guilty of in this sense is I probably sometimes – I think I have expectations of other people and if they don't meet whatever my weird expectation is, like I'm disappointed even though I don't have any like right to be, you know what I mean? Even though it was an unverbalized expectation, you didn't tell them I'm expecting blank. You just kind of thought of it. No, but so like here's like a simple one, Joe, like you know how there's some people, I don't know, this is a good question for you actually. So if you, like, text somebody and they don't respond for, like, a week, how do you feel about that? Does it depend on the person? Does it not bother you at all? If it's Vance, I expect it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Love you, Vance. If it's anybody else, no, yeah, you do. I kind of there's, – there's an expectation of recency. There is an expectation of, you know, probably in the next half hour to an hour, everybody's busy, but, like, probably sometime today at least, there's an expectation that they'll respond, yes. Yeah, but then if they don't, you're like, well, okay, fine. But then yeah. eventually you're like – so eventually, your mind, it, my mind at least, is like, "Are we good? Is, yeah, is there something? What? What? Am I? Did I do something wrong? Did I not meet your expectations in some way, shape, or form? You know what uh, I mean? Yeah, and so I guess absolutely. that's probably. But so when I was talking about you know our expectations with people sort of determine our relationships a lot of the time. Like yeah. the expect what you anticipate Sarah doing or sort of the trust you build out of those expectations being met, which is, hmm. you know, a weird way to think about trust, I guess, but it is sort of that, right? Like you sort of assume something's going to happen, like whether or not it's, I tell you this and you meet it with love and respect and compassion or whatever, there's still sort of, the more you do that, the more you anticipate somebody doing that and that builds trust, I guess, in a certain way. So, if that doesn't happen or does happen with Sarah more and more, like that sort of determines, you know, your relationship or your relationship with anybody, right? Dude. No, that's – I did not expect this to go to that level, but the, the concept of expectations absolutely is intertwined with trust. I mean, it, 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 absolutely. You can't, you can't separate the two because that's a, if, if I trust you, I expect you to do the thing that I trust you to do. There's really – I mean, it's almost, and when I looked up the synonyms earlier, trust was not one of them, but goddamn, if it's not like real, real close, because yeah, like we were actually just, uh, we were just doing a thing. I don't know if these people listen, so I'm not going to give a lot of clues here, but we were doing a thing that involved people, and there's a certain person that we had an expectation was going to be a dickhead, because this certain guy or girl that might be old or young, it doesn't matter, is absolutely a dickhead on most occasions, and in this case, this person wasn't a dickhead, and, and Sarah and I both came away like, wow, that was awesome, like that was that was such a good 
interaction when really this person didn't do anything special. You know what I mean? Like they, they didn't, but we had the expectation that they were just going to suck. But like to, to transfer it into trust, it goes to like an action level. Can, can I expect you to, to physically be there when needed or, or do the or thing? Or emotionally that... or whatever. Oh, you shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Well, also, just an aside, I kind of hope you're talking about some, like, five-year-old friend of Emery's right now. And you were Sarah, <laughs> just like, this kid is a shithead and they're going to be terrible. And then they were just a normal kid. And you're like, hey, good job. Raiden has a friend who is a shithead. And God damn it, whenever they're not, we're just like, oh, see, this kid isn't bad. And no, this kid sucks. That, that, that guy or girl doesn't matter. They fucking suck. Here's one. Uh, people, uh, I've, I've actually had, and anybody listening, if you've ever reached out ever, and I mean this, if you've ever emailed the show or texted me personally and said anything that was even remotely kind, you have no idea how much I appreciate that. Like, literally, I love you. Thank you so much. But I've had people reach out and be like, you know, I finally listened to your show. It's a lot better than I expected. <laughs> so I'm always, just like, I'm always just like, what does that mean? Like, I want to know what that means. They're like, well, I expected just to be like, you know, really drunk and fucked up and just like rambling. And I'm like, well, that's a fair expectation as that's who I am in real life. <laughs> that's who I am when we hang out. But I like literally like I, I am sober on these episodes, like almost every time, like quite literally. And But I think that that does not meet people's or maybe it exceeds people's expectations. But like they have. I, what I've would have come to find, people have very low expectations of us on a recording. Though, <laughs> <laughs> well, do you think that's a good thing or a bad thing? I mean, it's a, if they had too high of expectations, I don't know that we could we could produce. But if if you set your bar low, I think we're a goddamn good show. Yeah, that's a good point. I never thought about like what somebody expects or wants when they turn this on. You know what I Dude. mean? People know us. Anybody like now the few people that I've gotten that, that don't know us from like back in the day, that's a different thing because whatever. But like anybody that knows us from back in the day, they have an expectation. And that's not I, I not to say that we're professional or, or anything. Clearly we're not. But like I, I like to think that we kind of sort of have some stuff written down. Like I had a shitty quiz about Mad TV. You didn't expect that. Come on. Come on, guys. <laughs> but here's my point. Here's my point circling back to to acting better. Or, or, or having an expectation, having too high of an expectation to me is worse than having too low of one, at least for me, because when I have a super high expectation of an activity, I go into it differently. And, and here, here's an example. I think I've told this once before on the podcast, but I, I am a, a big fish fan, a band, the, the band Fish. And when I first started following them, I was like 12. And when I got to college, I was like, man, I can't wait to see them. And they broke up. And they, they weren't together for a couple of years. So, like, my fandom was growing and I was jonesing to see them. And when they finally got back together, I set the concept of seeing – it's just a band playing music. It's, it's just – it's four motherfuckers on stage playing music. But in my head, I had this expectation there was going to be this divinely revelatory experience and that I was, I was going to go crazy. Well, here's the thing. I, because of that expectation – first of all, nothing can reach that expectation. If you go into anything expecting a divine revelation, but the, what, that's, you know, that's your fault. It's my fault. So I set it way too high. So pre-gaming for this show, I did all the things. And listener, uh, I mean <laughs> all of the— Listener, yeah. he's not kidding. He did no, all no, of pre, the things. Pre-kids, I was a big fan of all of the things. I had to fucking whatever you got, give me. I don't care. How do you ingest it? Shove it up my ass? Done. Let's get this party started. Well, here's the problem. That— I, I had the pursuit. I was relentless in my pursuit of going crazy because it's my first fish show. Well, I did. I literally, quite literally lost my mind. I did not have fun at all because you can't. I mean, obviously, I've told the story before, but I got stuck in the loop and it was a terrible, terrible time. That type of an expectation to anything 
I don't think can be met. Have you ever in your life set something up on such a high pedestal and actually had it come through? Because, I mean, I'll admit that, like, that's the, that's the last time I ever set anything that high. But I've had a couple of high expectations in my life. I've set things, you know, too high and been close-ish. But never once, like, I expect a 10 and it's a 10 out of 10. Have you? I mean, the only things I can really think of, one is kind of absurd. But recently, if you saw Top Gun Maverick and you thought it was going to be awesome, and it was fucking awesome because it was, then, yeah, that's sort of the 10 that you're thinking about. And then the other one I'm thinking of is honestly, uh, La barbecue, which was like, it's a barbecue place in Austin. The guy that worked at Franklin's started working in La barbecue. Oh shit. And I was like, Oh, this is going to be amazing. And it was, but like, those are stupid. Like, yeah, those aren't, I guess what I would say is those aren't as defining experiences for me as fishes for you. And it's, (laughs) and it's funny when you're talking about that because you're like, man, I had this expectation of it being this, amazing divine experience my expectation of a fish show would be like oh my fucking god (laughs) what are we doing who are these people how is this an identity like that is sort of my what my expectation of a fish show would be and so my question is to you joe then is like what do you think how do you think that would go for me if i went to a fish show (sighs) will you let me give you acid yes well then you might have a decent time, bro. Okay. As long as the thing is, though, no, it's not. It's just not for you. It's, it's see, really that's the like, thing, and that's an yeah, interesting. As thing. As much as I want it to be, is that it's something that go? Yeah, yeah. Which well, that's the thing is that like sometimes we just need to do away with our expectations of whatever something is, and just accept that like I don't need to be a part of this thing. Like, yeah. No matter what people say about it, no matter what people sort of praise or you know say bad things about there's a better word for that i'm annoyed by that but (laughs) yeah but still (laughs) yeah but i know what you mean you know what i mean like sometimes you just have to divorce yourself from something that you did or didn't you did have expectations for and that's the only way that it's gonna go forward and i don't know where that fits into this conversation but that is interesting no but it works in fact it's it's interesting i got a i got a buddy coming uh into town uh friday and he's got kids now and we got kids and we've both settled down a ton obviously you know we've gotten older but there he was one of the people that many 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 years ago i used to try to convince everybody to try all of the drugs i that was like basically i went from from prophesizing about jesus and trying to convert you to jesus to trying to convert you to be like let's go get fucked up and you know and, and, and listener and had, it was a pretty quick transition Real quick, real. I, I quite literally swapped out one religion for another, and both have plot holes. Weird. My expectation at the time was that every. My expectation truly was that people will enjoy this as much as I do, and I didn't. It took me a long time to realize that that's not. It's not even just drugs. Like anybody listening, seriously, fucking drugs are not near. They're not half as amazing as everybody makes them out to be. I assure you, some have value. Most don't. Just move along. But I used to think that they all were amazing. And that everybody should take them, and we should all just be all fucked up and all. T- and and my expectation was that these people would enjoy it as much as I did. And I've I've learned slowly over the years that that's just not realistic to have the expectation that anybody else will experience anything the way you do is just, it's a false premise. And maybe that's what this kind of all is about. The, 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 the premise uh, of anything is important. The, the idea of what you're expecting to have happen is important because that shades how it happens. And honestly, I've given a lot of people way too much stuff 
in the past. Like it, it, I've done it. I've done it enough that, that Sarah has literally told me because Sarah doesn't like any of this shit. She barely drinks anymore. She touches nothing else. Yeah. But she like she will give me a look before we go anywhere. She's like, you know that I'm like I get everything in my pocket stays in my pocket. Don't worry, don't worry. But this guy's coming. He we were hanging in my backyard one time, and he I gave him way too much. And at the time, admittedly, I didn't think it was too much. It was as much as I was taking, and I should have known. But anyways, I expected him to have as much fun as I was going to have, and he had the least amount of fun possible. And that's that's just. That's just the, the, the generalized idea here with with expectations is that you can't you can't set anything up that high for yourself or for anybody else. You just can't do it. Or may, maybe you can. Maybe you out there listening, maybe you do have something that you know is going to be awesome every time. But I don't think that's realistic. I don't, I don't think having that high hopes for anything is probably good. Yeah, I mean maybe it just comes down to this idea that like whatever we experience is sort of singular to our own perception, right, and our own – enjoyment whatever based off our own expectations or not and it's sort of hard to shape that for anybody else because you aren't like in control of do you think that is actually do you think it's harder to shape somebody's expectations of an experience or do you think it because you said it matters sometimes right this is the weird thing about expectations this is kind of what i was talking about is like sometimes they're good. Sometimes they're bad. Sometimes they matter. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes they mean literally everything, and sometimes they mean absolutely nothing. Nothing, dude. That's. I mean, it's a, that's an impossible question to answer because you're you're right. It is so multifaceted, but it it, it kind of comes back to the idea that like I think enjoyment of most things, if not everything, it's hard to say everything, but enjoyment of most things is subjective. Like, I I have done things in certain moods and had a great time and done the exact same activity days later or weeks later or months later in a different mood and not had near as much fun, if not no fun. So I I think, I mean, obviously your mood matters and how much sleep you got matters and all that, but literally just it's subjective. It's hard to take anything as far as fun and entertainment or food or movies or music or all this stuff. Like, it's, it's difficult to to take it by itself. It's difficult. It, it's almost like there's, there's no like, there's no concert experience that can be taken per se. It, it has to, you have to take into account who was there. You have to take into account who you were with. Like, you know, like you could see the same band two different times and they could be drunk one times. Like two, like, I remember there was that, that, that uh, daily show made fun of the Creed concert where they came out. <laughs> yeah. remember that? Yeah, like, yeah, hilarious. Yeah. But like, that was like an ongoing joke forever because like plenty of people liked Creed. You're allowed to like Creed if you want or whatever. But like, if, if you go to the same band, you know, one year later, they might just be in a worse space or a better space. You never know. Like it, it it's so hard to nail down. Like, what what is the right amount of expectation for any given activity? It, it's so hard to pin that down. So can I ask? So this is a weird one, but I'm wondering how you apply the idea of expectations to your children, right? Dude. Because like you, you know, at some point you expect them to be able to wipe their own ass, but you know, but at the same time, like when do you do that and? How do you set that expectation of them? And Uh, when is it appropriate to say, no, you are held to this standard? And when is it not? You know, all these things are like, I'm guessing that is a big part of your existence is sort of being like, how do I manage the expectations of these children? How do I set the expectation of a children? How do I set my own expectations of these children? That kind of thing. Yes. 
My, yeah. Um, first of all, it's hilarious you say that because like last week it just jarred my memory. Um, but uh, we've been complimenting uh, my daughter on on going to the bathroom and washing her hands all by herself because we, we are finally to that stage. Thank fucking God. We are finally to that stage where I don't have to constantly have piss on my hands because here's something. This is kind of weird. But like a boy, you only have to wipe his ass when he shits. All right. Like any parent out there knows this. A girl, you have to wipe them every time. Every single time. And my wife corrected me early on when I did the first couple times I told my daughter, I was like, all you need is like two or three squares. And then I started wiping. I was like, oh, my God. And Sarah's like, yeah, you need like 10. Because like my finger, my hands are just wet now. Like this is, sorry, baby girl, if you ever listen to this, I shouldn't have put your, honestly, anybody alive had this happen. So fucking, this is not a unique experience. Anyways, so we started complimenting. But the other day I come out of the bathroom and I, I, you know, I I flushed and washed and was on my way. Because that's the song. And my daughter goes, hey, good job, daddy. You did a really good job in the bathroom. I was like, oh, fuck, that's what I tell you. I didn't expect that ever to come back. You know what I mean? She caught, you know, that's just whatever. Yeah, but Joe, you did do a good job. Okay, you did a good job. Hey, Joe, be proud of yourself. Okay. Oh, how's that going? It comes out like, it's coming out like soft serve, bro. I'm doing great. Mm -hmm. I'm doing great. That's gross. Anyways, but as far as the expectations of my children, it's odd because it, it varies from day to day on how much I allow myself to remember that they're just shit. They're just kids. Like, there's always an expectation. Don't hit. Don't be a dick. Don't you know that, that kind of shit. Like that's that's always that's steadfast and unchanging. Don't hit. Period. Obviously, that's not a thing. Don't steal. Don't blah blah blah. But little infractions. There are certain days where I like when uh, when we just got home because we were out of town. My kids were out of town for nine days. They were on a road trip for nine days Ooh. with my wife. And then I drove up to drove up to South Dakota, picked them up, and you know hung out for a day or two. And then we drove back. When we drove back, I had no expectations. I, I dropped, I don't care if you're screaming. I don't care if you're kind of doing little things to get under your brother's or your sister's skin. I get it. You've been out of town for 10 days. As far as you're concerned, your entire life has dissolved. Everything you've ever known, all the standards are gone. It's like, fine. But now we've been home for four days, and like we have to try and build them back to regular humans. Yeah. So the idea that the... That expect my expectations of them and, and, and their their actions and, and how they present themselves it does it varies day to day. Yeah, and I wonder how they process that, right? Like, so in a way, you're sort of teaching them that's like, hey, sometimes some things are okay and sometimes they're not okay, and you need to learn when the expectation is that it's okay and not okay. And it's a Shit. very weird, awkward thing That's to learn because line. it's like yeah. it's subjective and it's gonna be Dude. you're gonna have to read it. But I wonder how they process the idea of expectations because, I mean, I'm not a parent, but I'm fully aware that having expectations for children and, like, meeting them and sort of setting them is a pretty big part of parenting. It's huge. You, you, you have to have some, but you, you can't have them too high and you can't have them too low. I mean, it, you know, it is kind of what we're, this entire episode is about. Is like there is a very small window of healthy expectations. Too high is bad. Too low is bad. If we, the sweet spot, you, you got to find that pocket, and that's fucking hard to do. It's it's hard enough to do just for myself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like just there are times like, and even just like uh, like on a Friday, like my expectation of the evening, like that's th- that changes vastly from week to week of like what I want to do and what I'm in the mood for, and like even I've had the same meal. And just based on my mood, it was awesome or it was not as awesome. You know what I mean? Like, okay. so, so basically, the, the entire episode is just shit subjective. I don't know. It's like that's, that's the last 45 minutes. It's just <laughs> it, it's, you never know because you just. But you, yeah, but, but that's the thing is you don't know, but it's important to try to know. 
Yeah, that's the you have that's to try. The thing, right? Like it's this strange thing of, mm. you know, you're never going to know exactly what the right thing to do is, what the right thing to expect is, but yeah. sometimes there's a lot of value in trying to learn that, right? Is there ever? Is there ever a case where trying to have no expectation is the best thing? Is there ever a case where, I mean, you know, again, go into it with an open mind, I I think is almost impossible to do. But there are, are there certain scenarios in life where you can see where that is definitely worth? So I will tell you, so that medical situation I was describing before with the child. Your your kid, your child. Yeah, my, 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 my side chick kid, little lasagna. Um, (laughs) I am trying for my own like self-preservation and because I think it's probably best for the parents to not have expectations of whatever's going to happen there. Mm-hmm. Right. And I don't, that's the thing. I don't know if that's the right thing to do, but for the moment, it feels like it. Yeah. Because I, then I allow myself sort of to let the, ex, the parents expect whatever and to support them. But personally, I don't maybe, and maybe again, that's a self-preservation thing where it's like, I can't afford to have an expectation here because it's yeah. going to like bum me out too much or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, it would shatter me to, to set it too high. But yeah, or to like, or is it healthy to set it real low and to imagine the worst and then for that not to happen? Like that's a tough experience as well. But I understand doing that because I definitely did that with my leg, right? Like there were times when I was like, okay, I'm going to have to accept the fact that it's very possible that like I'm not going to walk again. Right. Like the only way I could get through the day and like sort of deal with what was happening was to think about that as a possibility and to know that like, well, if I think that's a possibility, then anything that happens beyond this, I could be happy about and I can build on. How far? Because that totally makes sense. And that's that's a healthy, I think, a healthy way to go about it. I don't know. You know, whatever. How how far can we take this? level of impact if we were to start every day with the expectation that i'm gonna get kicked in the nuts 25 times a day odds are i won't get kicked in the nuts 25 times a day so will i have a good day every day see how far can we push this i don't think so though because that's the thing because eventually you sort of expect the worst and you just become like eeyore right and you're just like oh everything's terrible Uh you sort of become nihilistic right i think that's part of like the attraction of nihilism is like well if nothing matters then i don't have to care about anything and so but then you don't even care about yourself and yeah. it, it, it spirals out so you can't it's not like it's magic you can't go into everything with low expectations and then expect it to be you know ta-da! it's better than awful it's, it's better than being set on fire so i guess this is awesome yeah but i guess but i guess for me like i guess what i would say is my experience was shit already right like the bar was really low to begin with so <laughs> expecting you know to to remain low helped me in that moment. But I guess there is a good question of whether or not that's healthy. Right. So like I'm currently healing. Right. And I, you know, I still have drop foot. I can't lift my foot up and down. Fuck. But I need to expect that it can get better so that I'm willing to do and able to do the work that it takes to help it get better. But I also need to accept the fact that it might not get better because it might not. And if I expect it to get better and it doesn't, 
is that damaging to me in some way? I mean, it would suck, but I don't know, like, if that shapes my life. Like, maybe I freak out about it. Maybe I don't. I don't, I, you know, I wouldn't know until yeah. it happens, but there is probably some part of that that it's like, well, maybe not expecting the worst, but being able to accept the worst is part of this. But I don't know where expectations of something and then accepting what is, like how those two things meet. I don't know how to yeah. verbalize sort of the idea of that, you know what I mean? Because it's not like I expect this bad thing to happen, but I'm willing to accept that it can. So in some ways, I do expect it as a possibility. Maybe that's what I'm trying to say working towards the best while being aware that the worst is still possible. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. I mean, and this is to, 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 I'm going to paraphrase this quote or maybe I'm going to nail it. I'm not sure, but this was Elon Musk on uh, Joe Rogan's podcast many, many years ago. Two just titans society. of intellectual yeah. thought. Back before society you. hated them both. <laughs> yeah, that is a weird uh, turn. Yeah. You, well, maybe we can talk about that. Dude, they, they, they went from the internet and they were both the internet's darling to now like everybody hates them. But point is, at least what Elon said was something like, I'd rather be optimistic and wrong than pessimistic and right. And something about that, like I, I've never forgotten that. It's a, it's a very, it's a heavy phrase because, I mean, first of all, he doesn't do any of the actual work. His father had a gold mine or some diamond mine. So I'm not, that's not the point. If you do at least work for the best while being aware that the worst is possible, I think that's the best combination of all of it. You certainly can't go through life trying to lie to yourself that no bad's going to happen. That's not, you can't, that's not healthy. And you certainly can't be on the other side where like fucking every day is going to be awesome. But the the mid ground is I mean it, I'm just trying to man I, I didn't expect this to go near this deep I had more questions about like bullshit and salt water see but yeah that's around. that's sort of why I've been thinking about this because it's a very weird thing in my mind at least yeah and maybe there's somebody out there who could come in and be like dude what are you talking about like here's the way it works and they would say yeah. it I'd be like create a psychologist all right cool yeah no that makes sense makes yeah awesome thanks yeah, makes sense but I mean <laughs> I haven't run across that and it seems I don't expect that to happen right because it's all sort right. of this weird subjective thing that shapes so much about us that we just don't think about because it's so inherent in us yeah always it's it's even without it being present even without being on the, you know the, the frontal lobe it's constantly in your subconscious Having an expectation, like, here's one. Like, I remember, this is years ago, too, way pre-kids. In fact, back when Joe Rogan was still liked, he was talking about those uh, saltwater sensory deprivation yeah. tanks, which I, I got really intrigued in. So, And the more I read up on it, the more it was just like you can't go in with an expectation. Literally, that's, that's what it's like. You can't go in with any type of preconceived notion because you don't know what's going to happen. It's, it's mostly your subconscious, so what comes up is just going to become. So when I got there. Uh, it wasn't a business. It was a dude. And I didn't realize this. It was a dude in his house. And he just had it in his I basement. I mean, of was course like, okay. it was. This got real weird real fast. Um, and so, I, you know, it was like 50 bucks for like an hour or whatever the hell it was. Um, but here's here's the issue. It, you have to take a shower before you get in, which is fair, just like any public pool yeah. or whatever. But I take incredibly hot you showers. You do. And I fucked up. 
I fucked up. I took like a hundred degree shower. Oh, and it's like, cold. The saltwater tank just feels cold. So now I just like I'm sitting there shivering, and I was like, "Well, goddamn it!" Even though I can't, like, I tried to come in with no expectations, so I tried to not research too much. But certainly, had I researched at all, it would have told me, "Don't take a hundred degree shower, you fucking moron!" Like that would have been so much better had I had at least a little bit of an expectation. You know what I mean? So like having none almost made it worse. So like that, I don't think there's any ironclad answer we're gonna get to like just in general how what type of an expectation you should you should throw onto any activity i think it's just subjective no but i do you think there's some value in being aware how expectations shape your mood or your experience or your relationships absolutely i mean yeah i mean i I think i think what we've sort of kind of covered tonight just proves that subjectively how you go into something really does matter. Like it, it, it affects, it certainly affects how I interact and it certainly affects the first few moments. Like it, it just using the, the coworker uh, happy hour as an example, like the first 20 minutes, if I show up and I'm happy and I'm stoked, it's a lot easier than if I show up like, let's wait till at least the third drink and then we'll all be having fun. Like that's, that is a demonstrative difference. You can prove that as far as how you show up and whatnot. But, I think there is, you know, again, it's all about that fine line that you have to set it the right way. So here's try to end this way. What are your expectations for like the future? What, what you know, like when oh, you're like, God, 50, this is such a good question. We got like, we got like 15 years from now. What are your, because there's, what are your expectations? There's a very, I don't know if I've told many people this. I've mentioned this to a few people, but I, I don't really, I can't really go into details because I can't explain it, but there's a very dark part of me that's like, Oh man, it's like the American experiment kind of over and we just don't know it, right? Like, have we like, are things fractured and broken in enough of a way to where the thing we remembered like as kids is never going to come back? And I know every old person says that, but this, but I feel you're talking, this feels like a different thing. Like this national identity, like, is that gone? Is there ever any sort of part of that? And so when you talk about expectations, like, I don't know what to expect of that, but maybe that's part of this idea of, like, self-preservation, right? Like, there's this thing I care about. Like, I do care, like, what happens to the country, obviously, because we're Shit. America's number one conservative podcast. So we're <laughs> maybe the biggest patriots. So, like, I mean, are we, like, great most, Americans or the greatest Americans? I mean... I put myself up there with George Washington. Probably better. Probably yeah, higher, a little bit. I mean, I know Ben Franklin don't got shit on you. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but so that's the weird. But my point is, like, I think for when I think about the future, it's this weird thing again where it's like for certain things, I probably have really low expectations. And for <laughs> certain things, I'm like, oh, I should probably have higher expectations. I think in general – if I'm being honest with myself, I'm probably guilty of setting too low expectations of myself for things. And then hmm. I allow that to not force myself to like work or put myself out there or do X, Y, or Z because I'm like, oh, well, I didn't expect this thing to happen anyway. So I think that's Dude. like a, a, I don't know what you would call it, something I would like to work on. Let's put it that way. Yeah, no, I, I dig that. And I, I do the same shit. It's, it is so much easier to blow something off when I tell myself it's not worth being done. 
It went, you know, and of course, some things aren't worth being done. Like some things you should blow off, whatever. Like, you know, but there, there are definitely things that I have blown off and done the mental gymnastics to be like, oh, well, nothing will ever come from that anyway. So fuck it. And like, that's, that's not healthy. I mean, obviously that doesn't. Well, <laughs> that, you just, you just miss out on so many possibilities doing that. Right. And I think maybe that's part of mm. what this is, right. It's like mm. the lower your expectations are, the lower the ceiling is. Right. Is that automatic? Oh, that's a is, good is, that, is that a, is that a guarantee? Because that's interesting. I, I, ooh, I don't. I just you know, first instinct, yes, right? Because I yeah, don't. Same. I don't know that any experience. Sometimes it helps the experience, but nothing is better than thinking something is going to be awesome and then it is. Right? Like, isn't that the best combo of things? That is better than than setting it low and it ends up being high. Setting it high and it actually is good is better. It feels better, right? Yeah. The run-up is fun and then the actual event is fun as opposed to the run-up being you're dreading it and then like, oh, shit. Yeah, it eliminates that waiting is the hardest part thing, right? Like you enjoy the waiting in a way or whatever. That's amazing. That's, yeah. Enjoy the waiting, folks. We'll see you again next week because the waiting – is the <laughs> Thanks for listening, y'all. See you next time.